Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bare Minimum Fave. Today, I have a special guest. Her name is Laura Patricia Martin. She is a trauma and relationship specialist. She is fantastic. You should definitely listen to this episode if you want to make sure you have a good alignment and energy when you're building your business and that you're not just turning into a savage and heading towards like burnout and overwhelm and making sure you have a good foundation because we talked about this in this episode is that a lot of times we're building our business out of trauma. So either our business is built because we had some type of problem and we solved the problem for us and then we're trying to give that solution to other people or we're doing it in some capacity of like we have to prove that we're not like our parents or we're like, not like so-and-so, or I have to prove this person wrong because they said I couldn't do it instead of a, out of a place of like genuinely loving what you're doing and the solution you're providing, which you can, right. But it's coming out of it with a different energy and perspective. And we talk about how like you can have all these plans and you can write things down logistically and logically, but you know, your body might just have other plans, you know, especially like as women, like every month we have our period, like two weeks before mine, I just get an awful mood. I'm really tired, like literally no energy. I don't want to do anything. Everything feels like absolute garbage. And I used to feel like, oh my God, I'm just crazy. And I would feel so bad that I wasn't productive and I wasn't crossing things off my list, but dude, my chemicals are actually changing. Like my body makeup is changing right? And so it's not my fault. It's just like a a cycle. And so you can have all these plans, but your body has other plans for you, right? So it's working through that and realizing like, sometimes you're not in control. You can control what you can control, but sometimes you just have to like, let it pass through. And that's kind of what we talk about. And like the, like the knowledge and the embodiment of those things. Like I can know that I'm going to be chemically like a little messed up for like a week beforehand. Right. And like my body's going to go through stuff. Cause I talk about it before, but I have bipolar too. So I know that I have these up and downs, but instead of like trying to hustle and push my way through these downs, just being like, okay, this just isn't going to work today. Like instead of feeling bad about it and trying to like force myself to hype up or whatever, like, why don't I just not, why don't I just go watch a movie for two hours and give up on it for, you know, like a little bit, you know, and then we'll see how we'll come back to this. We'll put a pause on this. Right. So Laura and I have this conversation and it's really amazing. I really like it. We also, I, she did like a super, super, super mini session where I told her my honest feelings about like how I interview my guests and how my perfection, and she put like, she said perfectionism. I didn't say this, but she was like, oh, that's perfectionism. Where I was talking about how I start to feel like an anxiety in my body where I feel like, is she going to like the questions I'm asking? Like, do I sound stupid? Am I talking too fast? Am I like all the things that I typically think of, but in front of somebody else, because I'm like, not performing, but because I'm doing like a live take. And so it has to be like, quote unquote, good. And so these are all the things that I'm thinking. So I'm not nervous, but my body is having a physical reaction of like working through it. Right. So she, we do like a little tiny mini session of like, you know, her telling me what she would do, like tell a client and like how that is probably showing up and all those types of things. So if you want to see my little mini session, you can listen to that as well. I feel like we are talking about it like that's a little vulnerable, but I guess I went there. It's whatever. Here you go. So that is what we're talking about. I can't wait for you to listen to our conversation. And because I think it's related and this is my podcast, if you haven't checked out my free workbook, Kill the Hustle, You're Marketing Your Business All Wrong, you should totally do that because that's honestly really aligned with this episode anyways, is all the ways that we're showing up in inauthentic or trauma response ways to market our business. So like maybe we're jealous of, I don't know, someone posting on Instagram and how good their reels are. And so we try to copy them, but it's not working for us. And like, we're just looking at it in the wrong way and wasting so much time instead of viewing it in the way of like, how do I love showing up? Like what works best for me in a good, healthy energy and in a not 
needy energy of like, I need to get followers. I need to get sales. Like what, which ways do you actually like showing up? Which ways work for you? And even scaling it, because if you're more than a one person business, right, you have to scale things. So it's not even just you essentially by yourself, but how do you want to build your business more holistically, right? The point of you having a business is not so you can create another job for yourself. You just get a job, but you're trying to build something that you want for your life. So you have to make sure that it works for you and what you want for your life. So if you haven't grabbed that workbook already, it is in the show notes, the episode show notes. It is called Kill the Hustle. You're marketing your business all wrong. And I think it'll be really helpful to figure out a better way to market your business and to cut the time and energy sucks out of your life and focus on what actually works for you in your business. So without further ado, I am excited to have you listen to this interview with Laura Patricia Martin. She's amazing. So let's get listening. Welcome to another episode of Bare Minimum Babe. I am here with Laura Patricia Martin, and I am so happy to have her on. We met on Instagram. That's where I meet most of the people that I connect with because they're awesome, and I just like to hang out with people on the Instagrams. And she is a trauma and relationship specialist, and I will let her show tell you what that means because it's pretty awesome. You should definitely follow her and check her out. So, hi. hi. Welcome. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Um, yeah, trauma and relationship specialist. So by now, because we live in a very pop psychology world at the moment, we all know that we have trauma. Um, and so I help people that have been and have experienced trauma and are struggling to be in partnerships, specifically those that are high achievers that, you know, created businesses off the back end of their trauma to all of a sudden create these fake, uh, not fake, but like new identities of perfectionism and all this kind of stuff. And then when we get into deep, intimate relationships, we're like, oh, we can't hide our stuff. Like I actually know how to be vulnerable or to be intimate or to be feminine, even like I need to control everything and I need to people please. And I need to self-abandon and portray this kind of image. So I help women specifically move from this whole like knowledge piece and protection mechanisms to actual embodiment and creating safety in their bodies so that they can have the relationships. And it doesn't even have to even be romantic relationships. Like I work with mothers with their kids and creating, you know, as a leader with your clients and things like that to really cultivate this vulnerability and intimacy that I think we're all craving nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also love, okay, awesome, number one. And then I loved how you just made the joke that like, we're all aware that we all have trauma. I just think it's funny because like every single time I go on any like social platform or any like anywhere, it's just like trauma and like yeah. love the child within. And I'm like, I don't know if it's because like the algorithm, like I click on this stuff. So I'm like, I don't know if it's just me clicking into the thing. And then it's, I don't know. I just think it's interesting because I'm like, yeah, we're all aware that we have the trauma, but it doesn't mean it's like doing like the knowledge doesn't do like it doesn't help us if we don't do anything about the knowledge and like actually like process it so we'll touch on that because we talked about that before the call started but I had a real quick thing because you said building in trauma like women tend to build their businesses in trauma and I thought that was really interesting because that's where a lot of I guess people start with their businesses they're like solving a problem or they like came up with a solution and the solution helped them like maybe a trauma, like they went through, like you said, kind of thing and like fixing it. And then they create an entire business out of it. And so I just find it interesting. And I want you to like, can you talk more about that? Because it's so common. Yeah. And I mean, I did this, this was my first business. It was, I had, you know, domestic violence and drug addiction and eating disorder and uh, lost my mom to addiction, like all this stuff. And because 
I felt down this rabbit hole, I then wanted to prove that I wasn't that person anymore. And I see this with honestly 99.9% of women that I work with that have started businesses. It's like, we want to prove our parents wrong. We want to prove an ex-boyfriend wrong. We want to overcome a heartbreak. We want to distract ourselves. We want to prove that we're worthy. And so we throw ourselves into business. And then it gets to this point that we become obsessed with business and we no longer have relationships and we no longer are really taking care of our health or we're like hypervigilant about our health and we're creating these trauma bonds to our business where there's no number that satisfies it. And so if you think about it, there's a lot of people that run it. And I'm not saying entrepreneur, like entrepreneurship is a different type of obsession. I am fully here for the savage energy, but it has to come from an aligned place because it can be in the space where it's like, we no longer are eating or sleeping or having sex or, you know, being in partnership with people. And if you think of that, like if you were in a relationship like that, your friends would be like, ma'am, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> but yet we have this trauma bond yeah. relationship to our business thinking somehow it'll give us this funny. sense of fulfillment. And the reason, you know, a lot of people that some of the wealthiest people in the world are, you know, suicidal and drug addicts and, you know, having marriages is because we think our business is somehow going to give us this sense of fulfillment. And it doesn't because you can't create a new identity. You still have to heal your I love that. <laughs> And it's so interesting because I listened to a podcast like literally years ago and I thought it was like, I was like, not, I was like, really? I guess so. And this guy was talking, it was a guy and he was, it was that like hustle thing. Right. And so he was going all in. I'm sure you've heard it, but like, um, you know, like if she doesn't understand, then you, you know, you gotta, you know, kick her to the curb. Not like he wasn't being rude about it, but he was like, you know, you gotta find someone who understands and blah, blah, blah. And you gotta do this, like literally just going into the hustle of it. And he was like, and then I heard this guy and he was like, you know, he was having relationships with his woman and he was like, man, you shouldn't even been having the energy to do that. And I was like, wait, what are you supposed to just like sleep under your desk and like eat rice crackers and then just get back to the computer? Like all the, it threw me. Cause I was like, wait, what? That sounds terrible. How long are you supposed to hustle like that for like 10 years? Just like a hermit, like just yes, crazy. And we're seeing that big wave right now. Like men and women, I mean, they're different in that. Like men, my boyfriend is very much that way. And I have to like, just like be that type of like support system, even though I'm like, <sighs> yeah. Can you make sure you're eating? Like, can you go to the gym? Like, yeah. make sure you're okay. Can I, can we do that? But like, we are very different in that way, but um, it's just having that balance, you know? And like being like, you can be wildly obsessed. It's just like, in what kind of energy are you doing it? You know, like I can work 14 hour days, but it's because I love my work and I love my mission. When I think back to when I first started my business, it was because I was so afraid of the old version of myself. So I just kept myself busy. Like it's just two different energies. I can work same, same amount of time, but one is like, I just have this great, like this mission within my soul that I want to change the world. And I really want to help women like really remove this generational trauma and help to really step into their power yeah. and their femininity and past version of me. It was like, I just don't want to be a failure and I'm really afraid of my ex and the past version of me. So I just need to stay busy. Otherwise I'm going to fall back into my old addictions. And it's just like two different energies. Yeah. There. How do you know the difference? Cause that is, cause I've thought about that too, in terms of like, I haven't thought about it from the trauma lens, but that's so true about like the energy that you bring behind it of like the obsession of making it work and like proving versus like, I really love it. Like, how do you, cause at the beginning, like maybe you thought that, right? Like you believed it. So like what, I guess, was a tipping point. You know what I mean? Like, how did you figure that out? Yeah. I mean, my tipping point, I got chronically sick. Like I knees on the floor, like my entire body shut down. And I remember I was delivering a seminar uh, to like 200 people and I had been sick. Like I had been, I was orthorexic on top of 
all the other things I was. And orthorexic is just this obsession with health. And my first business was this IBS anxiety company. And so I yeah. was so obsessed with health and getting it right and healing my health and all this kind of stuff. And I remember a year prior to this, my uh, naturopath was like, do you want to talk about how your um, trauma is related to all your health issues? And I was like, you're wrong. You're what wrong. trauma? Mind you, I have like all the trauma. It's like you have a sexual assault, your mom's dead, like domestic violence, like hello, girlfriend. Like, what do you yeah. mean? But I was so disconnected from any of that. And so delivering this seminar, 200 people. And I had this rash that I had taken over my body eight months prior, but it was all on the backside of my body. Yeah. So I could cover it. Like it was from, you know, head, it, like from shoulders down so I could wear clothes. And then all of a sudden Ooh. I creeped up my armpit into my face. I'm delivering this workshop on health and the gut brain connection and, you know, mental health as my face is mutilated by this thing. And like, they, I remember that it was my 26th birthday and they're like singing happy birthday to me. And I couldn't even smile because it hurt so much. And I'm like, Oh, like I need to stop. And like, at this time, like I hadn't had a period, it had been yeah. five and a half years, you know, my body was just giving me all these signs and I was so tired. I literally thought I was asexual because I had zero sex drive. Like, yeah, I was just miserable. I had suicidal ideation and it was like, oh, like I should probably check my check engine lights. Like it's time yeah. to go to the mechanic and like really look at this. And I started to dive into trauma and, you know, like I knew stuff, but it was time for like my, like to actually embody this stuff and to take a pause and, you know, take responsibility over my life. I love that. And you be, you said the embodiment versus the knowledge. And I wanted to go back to that. Um, can you touch on the knowledge versus embodiment? Cause I feel like it's so easy to like, especially with like all the self-help gurus and all the information, like it's so easy to just Google stuff and be like, yeah, I have trauma. Okay. If I do these five steps, it should help, but it doesn't like talk about the difference. No, no, it's literally so many, like, that's the thing. And I, and I know your listeners are, my audience is the same way. I'm like, you're yeah. brilliant. I know that, you know, what trauma is. I'm sure you know what inner child work is. I'm sure, you know, you can call everyone a narcissist and you can go on pop psychology and scroll through and name your ex-boyfriends, all these things. And you can point the finger and do the things, but it's actually sitting in this discomfort. That's the somatics. That's what I specialize in. Cause I, for the longest time, it was like, okay, I understand. Obviously now I understand I have trauma, but I didn't know how to sit with shame or guilt or these feelings that were actually running my life. Cause I literally, I remember I would like, even a year ago, like I, I kept being attracted to these spaces of like, uh, spiritual leaders. And I'm like, but I am a very left brain, like hyper masculine human being. Like I run on structures and systems and funnels and ads, and this is my life. And this is what I do. Like, what's up? This kind of stuff. I kept being drawn to these places. And I remember I was in a mastermind still in this mastermind, but this was a year ago. And I was asking a strategy question. And the girl's like, yeah, like ask your womb. And I was like, what? The I'm like, what is that? What do you mean? And then they're like, some girls are like, yeah, like I have my, a picture of my baby, like my baby self sitting on my desk. And I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? And I still don't, I don't fully in these concepts. Like that's still too woo woo for me. And I was like, okay, but you're not wrong because I know I know yeah. like internal family systems and I know like different somatic stuff. So I'm like, let me science this up science. a bit to make sense for me so that I can then sit in it and start to do like focusing work and body work and like, set, like touching my body to like feel safe and like learning these concepts in a way for like modernizing it a bit. 
And so it moved from this, like, yes, I can articulate literally everything about your body when it comes to trauma and what's happening. But what the actual embodiment piece is, is like, can I actually cultivate safety in my nervous system? Can I start to play with between the different parts of my nervous system? Can I start to, instead of responding from the triggers of my past, can I start to actually take control that like this 30-year-old version of me isn't the 19-year-old drug addict version of me? It's like, okay, let's start to take responsibility and respond from the present moment as opposed to the triggers of our past. And that's only done from sitting in the uncomfortable feelings for a little bit and like moving the trauma through your body because trauma isn't something that you can think your way out of. It's not something you can put sticky notes on your wall and affirmation. Like that's not how you heal trauma it's trauma isn't an event that happened to you it's how your body got stuck in that event and so the only way to do that is go into the somatics which is releasing that from your body so it's that whole pillar of it okay I don't know if you're gonna remember this verbatim and that's totally fine but I really liked what you just said so I'm like (laughs) what is it you said you can't think your way through trauma it was like the way your body got stuck you you phrased it better do you remember what I'm talking about can you repeat that yeah it's you can't think your way through trauma trauma is isn't just the event that happened to you. Yes, that happens, but it's your body's response to that event and getting stuck in it. And so then we're reacting in our life from that response. This is why for me, right? I work in relationships. It's like, this is why people, it's like, oh, my heart got broken. So therefore I'm going to close off my heart and I'm going to not be open. And we see this a lot with men, right? It's like, they got their heart broken one time and all of a sudden they're womanizers. It's like, you kind of play into these things or like you have triggers and responses and habits and it's all from our trauma. And that's just because our body got stuck in it. So when we release it, we actually set ourselves free and we can start to remember who we were before our trauma happened. We can start to remember who we were before our trauma happened. That's lovely. Hashtag trademark. (laughs) Uh, I like that. Okay. Well, how do you guide the women through, like, number one, I guess, pinpointing the trauma and like realizing that it's through trauma that they're like, you know, doing their businesses and maybe having iffy relationships, like figuring out what that trauma is. Cause I've also heard that it's not, you might disagree. I've just heard this, right. I'm not an expert, but like I've heard it doesn't matter necessarily what the trauma is like to your point. Like it's just the trauma. It doesn't matter whether I like, I don't know, you were like assaulted versus someone like your family was murdered, like something. It doesn't matter what the trauma is. It just matters how you're not processing it or how you are processing it. So like, how do you move them past the trauma and like get them through the stuckness? Like, what do you do? Yeah. And so that, that's a good point to touch on where it's like, there is no, your body doesn't know big T trauma and oftentimes versus like these micro traumas. And this is what we saw a lot through the pandemic is, you know, I work with clients and this is a thing. A lot of people don't want to get help because they're like, well, I haven't been raped and you know, I haven't had a loss and I and like, I list these things and I'm like that a heartbreak is a trauma. Food poisoning is a trauma. A car accident, even if it's minor, is a trauma. Your body gets stuck and we create these habits and protection mechanisms. That's all that is. And so when I start working with someone, it's really looking at what is the symptom Mm. that you're trying to unravel right now? Is it, you know, toxic relationship patterns? Is it you keep attracting Mm -hmm. boys or unavailable men? Are you attracting mama boys? Are you attracting like different certain situations? Are you self-sabotaging? Do you drink too much? Are you over-exercising? Are you under-eating? It's like, what is the symptom that we're looking at here? And then how can we work our way backwards? Because at the end of the day, what, you know, society calls self-sabotage 
what we see often. And we're like, what the fuck is that person doing? In reality, that person's just protecting themselves. So when we're ever, whenever we're looking at it and we hear this a lot, it's like, oh, I hate their personality. Like they're yeah. exhausting. I hate their personality. What you're saying is you hate how they learn to protect themselves throughout their entire life, because that's all anyone's yeah. personality is. It's all built up on how you know yourself. And so we have to work our way backwards to what are we now protecting you from? What fear is this symptom protecting you from? Right. And then we can start to work our way from there. And usually that has to go to feeling emotions that we've been actively trying to avoid our entire life, like shame and guilt and disappointment and rejection and abandonment and like sitting in that and feeling safe in it. Because at the end of the day, it's just a feeling. And yet we spend our entire lives trying to outrun it, not realizing that's the like it's the biggest block in our entire life. And it's like rejection. Sure. It's scary. We can all feel that in our body. We try and outrun it all the time. But like actually feeling that isn't that horrible. Like, but you're the adult version of you now. And yet you're responding from this little seven-year-old and you're like, I didn't get picked for the football team. And I'm so sad and I'm going to die. I just want to belong. And it's like this thing that's happening. And you're like, okay, but you're not seven anymore. Like you are this beautiful 30 plus year old. Like we need to talk to that child and we need to heal it in our body. And like, it does go back to like, you know, that's the difference between therapy and what I do. Cause therapy, it's very much in that origin story. I get exhausted about hearing about my parents. Like I'm done. I'm done yeah. talking about that. <laughs> like God bless their cotton socks, but like we're good on whatever the heck that is. And so I'm more focused on with my clients and my work. It's like, okay, now how can I cultivate safety in the present moment so I could build resiliency for the future and actually create the life that I want and then perpetuate that for generations to come. Like my mission is to now you know, I see what my parents did and they did the best that they could. They had very different parents. They have all different paradigms. It's like, so now what, like, what do I want to do now with that? Instead of like being so stuck in this, like, Oh, victim thing. And we do. And like, that's the thing about trauma as well. Like you get to be the victim for a while. And I think we forget that. Like you get to be in that for a while and you get to be pissed at your parents. You get to be pissed at what happened. You get to do this. And then we move into responsibility of now, what are we doing? And we get to shift from that. Okay. Also, I'm just going to like read the quote you said because I liked it. I'm just like, read. I'm just reading stuff to you. But you said, uh, what is it? How I can build, like you focus on how you can build safety now to build resilience in the future. Was that right? I really liked that. Like with the safety, like what are the, okay, for example, like my business and stuff, the thing that I tend to, I feel it like even now in this conversation, like it's weird, right? So, cause I'm like, I feel like I have to prove that I'm like a good host or whatever, right? Like, and that's my thing is I feel like I'm not enough as I, like, you know, so I have to like prove stuff. So like, I feel like yeah. in my body, like resistance to like certain things to ask, not cause I'm embarrassed, but just kind of like, I don't know if she's going to think that's a, that's a good question. So like in this type of scenario, that's just an example, obviously, but like for like me and like the women that you're working with, right? Like how would you then, like, what are the techniques to make them feel safe? Like you said, um, like, you know, like touching yourself, maybe, you know, like, I don't know, hug type of thing. Like yeah. what kind of techniques? Yeah. So a big practice that I use is like focusing. So it's this part of you amplify that feeling that you have, the thing that you're trying to avoid. So it, it what you're describing is perfectionism. Oh yeah. We all have it. We all love it. We live by it. And so we feel, okay, so what is that protecting you from? And so I can oh, ask you that, like, what okay. is the perfection? 
Oh, I, yeah, I, mean, I literally just, I just shared. I was like, well, I guess I'm sharing this now and that's going to be weird. Um, <laughs> um, cause I know I have this issue and I know it's like from childhood trauma. So like, again, I'm like very aware of my traumas right now. Cause I, with the therapy thing, I'm like, yeah, I got to- so tired of talking about stuff. I'm like, I'd actually like sometimes leave therapy worse, like cr- crying. I'm like, this is sucks. I don't feel like doing this. And I have to like block out a whole like hour and a half, two hours afterwards to like recuperate myself. Cause I'm like drained. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. Literally, that's why I got into this work because I was like, it's so. I kept going to therapy yeah. or like the twelve steps, and I'm like, I'm just more yeah. triggered. Like this can't be. This is yeah, it just, yeah. <laughs> at a certain like it did for certain things, but at a certain point, like once you get to a you know like a certain point, and then you're just kind of like talking through it. I'm like, I think I'm, I think I'm good talking through it. I think I'm, I think I'm good right now because I was fine beforehand, and now I'm upset because yeah. I'm thinking about stuff when I wasn't thinking about it. But not like I'm hiding it. It's just like. But I wasn't, it wasn't affecting yeah. me. Now it's like, it's back in the front of my, anyways, back to my little session. Yeah. Um, what would you, would you ask? How, do, how, what does it protect me from? Yeah. So like, what do you feel that, that, like, what's the thing, the feeling, or I guess the sense in your body that you're trying to avoid with the perfectionism? What does that protect well, you from? Well, I guess physically, I tend, I tend to physically feel like a tightness in my chest and I tend to, yeah. well, I just generally, cause not that you need my entire backstory, but I have like bipolar too. So I have like depression and anxiety issues. And so like I go back and forth obviously on that wave. And so like the anxiety manifests in different ways. So I tend to like feel physically like tight in my chest and I just generally talk pretty quickly. And so then I amp it up more and it's not even like I'm nervous. It's just like a physical feeling in my body. So I'm not like, like if I listed it out like logically, I'm not nervous because why would I be nervous? But my body is reacting in a nervous, anxious state. And I don't know exactly what it's protecting me from except looking stupid and making a fool of myself and then being outcast. Like, you know, the herd mentality of being outcast of like, Oh, she's stupid. She doesn't know how to ask questions. That's so embarrassing and sad for her. Like so sad. Yeah. And so I'm not going to take you through a whole session cause that would take a while. And I feel like hour unless you wanted to, but <laughs> yeah, and be like, here we go. Um, but what I'm hearing is like, you're having this sense in your body. It's like something. And the only way to describe it is by comparing it to anxiety, but not anxiety. And it's kind of like this, like, I don't want to look stupid yeah. kind of energy. Right. And so the way that I would walk my clients through is we would in a safe container fully feel that feeling of stupidity. <laughs> and, you know, I, the thing that we're trying to protect ourselves from or whatever sense it is that your body is. And that's the thing about focusing is like our body feels things that sometimes our brain doesn't have the words for. And so in a safe space, I will have you just feel into that and I'll let you know that you're safe and we'll guide you through that. And then we'll see these different parts and coming in and realizing that feeling that you're trying to protect yourself from isn't actually that hard to hold. You know, it, it probably was from whenever that first stage of when you felt it, because it was, it sounds like it's a yeah. younger years thing. And when you come in with your adult self, it's like, oh, actually it was too heavy for that version of me to hold. But now in my adult self, that's actually, and this is our internal family systems blended with somatics, like coming back in and being like, oh, like now in this version of you, it's not that hard to carry, mm-hmm. you know? And we keep revisiting these parts of self until there's cultivating this safety. And it's not to say like, perfectionism is gone forever. Like we all have high standards, especially when we're running businesses and doing things, but it's, it's from a space and going back to the conversation we were having earlier. Now it's this, like, I just want things to be nice. And I want to do this as opposed to, I'm afraid of looking stupid. And we start to balance these things within your nervous system, just by having this felt sense be released from, especially like the middle part of your body. That's a very yeah. common part when it comes to somatics. Yeah, I saw that. Cause I, I can't remember what the term was, but I did, I, maybe it was like a somatic. It was have you, I'm sure you've heard of this, like the meditation 
I don't know. I'm going to totally butcher it, but like this meditation thing where like you like close your eyes and you like feel the feels in your, in your body and you say like leg, what are you feeling? Like, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what is that called? Yes. Okay. I I'm going to have to Google though. it afterwards, but okay. You know what I'm talking about though? Yes. I don't even know what yeah, to yeah, Google yeah. to do, but that's what it's, it's you're just feeling into sense. your body. Yeah. That's, that's yes. what I was describing. It's like this felt sense the focusing you feel into where it is. It's usually generally yes. the middle part, throat, stomach, chest yeah, area. Okay, that's what yeah. We were talking about it was like felt sense. It was a felt sense thing. And I really <laughs> liked it because it yeah. felt like silly at the time, but it was just like closing your eyes and not thinking about it. It was just like, where do you feel it? And then it, it did feel kind of like silly where I was just like, just, how are you feeling? <laughs> like my chest doesn't, can't talk. Yeah. So I had to be like, I think it's upset because of this. <laughs> exactly honestly and this is why we have a lot of rejection to it because you're like i feel absolutely this feels stupid. dumb like if anyone were in my if anyone were in my i think about it because i i still yeah. have my therapists and i have my coaches and mentors and healers and so like half the time i'm like and i try and describe it to my partner and he's like what do you mean you had a vision about like a younger version of yourself under a bridge crying and i was like i don't i'm just telling just you i don't know what it means <laughs> I don't know why it's like, this seems interesting. And I was like, I know this is love me. <laughs> well, I feel like I've been like, can you just, can you just, I just know him a lot. Can you just love me, please? Just, I, it's like, I do Amanda. I just, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I know. I just, can you just hold me? Like, can I'm you just, just hold me? me. I know I'm being crazy, but just, can you stop? Like, that's funny. Exactly. So maybe, maybe it's the, tra- maybe that's the trauma. I feel like we're like trauma bonding right now. We're like, you're messed up. I'm messed up too. Like you do this crazy stuff. Like, yeah, my boyfriend or my husband thinks I'm crazy too, but in a funny, like healthy way. Um, okay. Oh yeah. All right. Getting back off of my little, like little mini thing. I'm gonna have to put that. Like I got like a little mini, was that like a little mini, like, like a, I wouldn't say like mini. It was like a little, little taste. Cause I've heard that. Um, what's the, have you heard of the thing? I'm sure you have, but like where they like hug themselves. What is that called? What is that called? Yeah. It's just touch. Like it's learning how to get safe, like, um, sensual touch. It's a practice for like sex therapy. It's a big one. Like to get safe with someone touching oh, okay. you and practicing touch, or you were like holding yourself so that you can soothe your nervous system and learn how to self-regulate, like oh, rocking yeah, yeah. back and forth. And like, just like, it's like a, Okay. Baby. I, could, I, couldn't remember the, I can't remember the name for it. Cause I saw like this video, like this YouTube video about like they were Justin Bieber was doing it cause he has anxiety issues. And I, it was sort of like with an H I think, I don't remember what it's called, but I, I thought that was interesting because like, I don't do that. But like one of the things that I do to help myself, I just to like channel my energy is I have like these like rock things. And oh, I literally yes. just like go the like this in my palm. Um, and I'm actually pretty sad because I had like a palm stone, like selenite one, but it's like fragile. Right. And I dropped it and it freaking shattered. Yeah. And I'm actually kind of upset. So anyways, that was uh, a side uh, note that I was, in case anyone's listening to this and they're like, if you see me in like pictures of stuff, like why is she holding a rock? That's why she's holding a rock is because. <laughs> I literally through college when I was balancing everything out, I would have one in every purse, yeah. every coat, every, like I'm just ro- walking around campus like it's, with a rock in my hand. So like, What's up? Yeah, I know. What's up? It, it makes me sad, but okay. Anyways, okay, we touched on the knowledge versus embodiment, which I really, really liked because I feel like that's such a thing too. Because um, that's uh, like how you're talking about building through the trauma is like, that's kind of why I did bare minimum babe is like I had like a burnout situation and I was like, oh, I need a creative outlet. I really like self-helpy stuff, but I don't want to be like a guru because I don't know it all. And I'm not trying to like know it all, be it all kind of thing. I just want to like help other people who are similar. And I actually had like um, 
like a woman reached out to me the other day on Instagram. It was really sweet. I'm like surprised she did it. Um, but I did an episode. I forget which episode it is. It was bipolar two and bare minimum babe and body. I forget I should have looked it up before I talk. Cause this is terrible promotion, but <laughs> I wasn't trying to promote myself. <laughs> I'll, in, I'll put, put it in, in the, the show notes. Show notes. Okay. <laughs> this was not planned, obviously. Um, anyway, she reached out to me on Instagram and she was just like, Hey, this is super random, but I found your podcast episode and I'm re- I'm like recently exploring like the possibility that I have bipolar too. And I just wanted to say that everything you were saying in that episode, like word for word matched what I was feeling. And like, basically like saying that, like she, she said that she didn't feel as alone. Like she felt like, you know, connected and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, it was at a weird point, like last week where I felt like iffy about what I was doing in terms of like my offer and like what I was doing and like, what was the point and like the hustle of like, what am I doing this for? Like, do I actually, you know, and I had this whole conversation yep. with my husband about how I just want to like, it came down to like, I don't want to have to push things on people. Like, cause I do marketing stuff and I was like, I don't want ever someone to feel like pressured to work for, with me or like, I'm the only option that who has the only solution because I'm not like, there's a million, like the issue is not to your point, like knowledge, you can just Google it and figure out like the best, I don't know, five subject lines. Like knowledge is not the problem. I want to like connect and help type of thing. And that's what like the conclusion we came to. And then like randomly, like that night I got that message and I was like, Oh, that's such like a, I don't know. That's like such a like reinforcement of like, yeah. And it, like that was an episode that had nothing to do with marketing or like anything. It was just literally me being like, Hey, this is what I'm going through because I feel like it's relevant. Cause like sometimes as I'm like, you know, making these plans for the podcast and what I'm doing, I'll have like these big plans and then the bipolar will kick in. And then like the depressive side of me is then getting mad at like the manic side of me being like, Amanda, why did you do that? That was a stupid idea. You should have planned for this. Like you knew you were going to have a downside, like this whole weird thing. But like the knowledge of that doesn't actually help me. I have to like sit through it and just accept like, Amanda, you're not going to do anything for the next like four hours because you're just not mentally there and your chemicals are just not there. So like trying to like hype yourself up and like list these mantras is not going to do anything. It's going to make you feel worse because they're not working. And then you're going to like think something's wrong with you. So I don't, that was just like a totally rant about it. But I was just like, I feel like that's the knowledge versus the embodiment is super important because knowledge doesn't equal solution slash like happiness results, whatever. It just means, you know, lots of things. It doesn't mean you can work through it and do it, you know? Yeah. And also your body has other plans. Like we cannot override the body with our mind unless we get the mind, like we have to get the body on board with the mind. But oftentimes we're like trying to argue with our body using our mind. And it's like, just have more energy and your body's like, (laughs) I'm tired. Yeah. Like, it's like, just stop being moody. And it's like, I really know how. Like, it's like, I'm trying. And then it's like this, I call it the inner bitch. Like, it's just coming out and like barking at you. And then you're feeling worse. I'm just going to go be a burrito. Like, I quit. Like, I'm done. And like, at the core of it, it's like, we just have to surrender to self. And it's not to say like, yes, when we have mental, you know, health and things like that, there's different conversations. But like a lot of times it's like, instead of this battle, it's like, what's that four hours you can give yourself? What's this moment of just like compassion? What's the 1% that you can do to give your body what it needs right now, instead of trying to hustle and grind like a man and push through it and like do all these kind of things. It's like, we just sometimes have to learn to be the advocate for our own health. Like we have to parent ourselves and like treat ourselves like someone we love instead of someone we hate. And really lean into that kind of energy. You said be your own advocate. I'm going to write that down real quick. Um, I'm like writing stuff down for like my own show notes. Okay. 
Because I also saw this. I feel like I you just probably think I'm on Instagram all the time. I'm not. It's like unconcerted efforts. But when I do, I like engage a lot for like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, there's all this post with a health, health fitness woman. And she said, instead of, I forget the exact phrasing, but it was like, instead of hating yourself skinny, why don't you love yourself healthy or fit? I forget the exact phrasing, mm-hmm. but I really liked that because I feel like sometimes like when you to your point with like the fitness and like you got super obsessed. A lot of it's like punishing and like channel that destructive energy into something. Cause that's what like a lot of like, I think it's like men, like they'll say like the meme of like, I don't go to therapy. I go to the gym. And I'm like, that's not really, you're just going to be exactly. a sad tool bag at the gym. Who's now worse. Cause you're like a t- you're bigger tool bag. Um, but I, I, I find that so funny because I was like, I feel like that's a real thing. And it sounded like you were doing that too. Maybe like channeling it's technically healthy. Like, up to a point, but then when it becomes an obsession, like even with the business, like you were saying, like it's healthy or like, don't, I don't want to say healthy. It's great to like really love your business and like the message and the why and stuff like that. But it like, I guess when it crosses a certain threshold, like do you, I guess you can't know for everybody, but like, is there a certain sign or like when to know when that is like when it's healthy versus not? Everyone knows. <laughs> Like you, every, like everyone knows and that they have the fear of stopping because they think they'll lose their success or they'll get fat or something bad will happen. Like whatever it is, but you have that intuitive hit. Yeah. You know what you're doing is off and you're like, but I don't know how to stop. Mm. It's like, I don't know how to stop running. Cause like, what if my business collapses? What if my clients do this? What if, what if people start to hate me because I start saying the word yeah. no? Like, what if I, you know, stop going to the gym every single day, twice a day, like I'm going to get fat. It's like these things that happen in our head. And then you're like, that's not actually a normal thought. And then like, and then, you, but then you try and override it with logic and you're tired and you're crabby and you're saying things you don't mean. And you, you're lonely. And like you, you're having these emotions come up and you're just like, no, let me hustle my way out of this. Let me somehow find this thing. And like, we get to a point. There's always yeah. a point. There's always a freaking point, whether you choose it or your body chooses it. There is going to be a point when you're going to have to pivot. If that's at the rate you're going, if you're doing it from like this, like grounded trauma informed way, God bless you. You are a outlier. I love it. Like, but most people it's like, yeah, I haven't seen my friends yeah. in months. You know, I have zero sex drive. My hair is falling out. My skin is trashed. I don't poop every morning. I'm hardly sleeping. It's like, Hmm. So your check engine light is kind of blaring. You want to look at it yet? Or like, do you have to do what I did and wait till it gets incredibly yeah. worse? <laughs> and then you can look at it. Like we know we're just afraid yeah. of stopping. Okay. That's it. I figured you were gonna say something like that. Cause <laughs> you never know <laughs> with that. I guess when they do realize that point and then they start to move forward on that point, like in what ways do they change? Well, obviously it's different for every woman you work with, but like in which way do they kind of change for the better or that's subjective, but like, which way do they change and kind of like view their business and kind of move forward? Like what are the biggest changes with that? Yeah. A big one is time management. One, like they free up a lot more time because it's not that you work less. And we hear this a lot, but cliches are cliches for a reason. Like it's just working smarter and, and from a space that's more grounded and you create more systems or you hire people or you do the thing. Like it's a, your energy is felt in sales and things like that. It's not needy. Your relationship starts to bloom because you actually have time for them. Like how many of us, it's like, Oh, I wish I was a better partner. Like, I wish I could, I did this more. I wish I was listening more. I wish I wasn't, you know, had more time to do this. It's like, that starts with time management. And then you open that up and your relationships bloom because a lot of times we're so quote unquote busy that our personal lives suffer. And so it's like, what do you want? What do you like? 
a big wake up call for me. <laughs> I was traveling around Europe and I went on this date with this guy and he just like, he's like, Oh, so like, what do you into? And I was like, you know, like personal development, work, fitness. And he's like, all of that has to do with work. And he's like, what is your hobby? And I was like, Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> drinking. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then I was like, that's kind of dumb. And I was like, I, like oh, to no, drink. I don't have anything else. <laughs> I know. I was like, that makes me sound like an alcoholic. Like, I don't know. And it That's like funny. opened up this whole pathway into my life. Where I was like, who am I outside yeah. of work? Like, who am I outside of fitness? Cause that like, what, what is that? Like, that's not a defining thing I want on my <laughs> gravestone. I'm like, I need to start looking at this stuff. And so that's what I see in my work where it's like, they start to, you know, create these hobbies. They start to go scuba diving. Yeah, you know, yeah. They start to go deep sea, uh, whatever you see whatever it's called like you know going traveling more spending more time with their kids picking up hobbies going to play freaking pickleball or basketball or whatever the heck it is that they've been wanting to do to figure out themselves or literally just taking a freaking nap like resting actually not you know not obsessing about only podcasts that yeah. have to do with business it's like you have capacity to go listen to music yeah. oh my god like these new things that you start to open up and in that it's like the purpose of life is like joy especially as like you know, us, it's like joy and play and delight and freedom. And it's like, how many of us are actually tapping into that? Like all of a sudden we got older yeah. and we're like, oh no, that's only for kids. And it's like, who the fuck said that? Like you were allowed to play. Like that is a key element yeah. of life is to play as long as the physical body can. Like there's going to be a point when it comes too hard. So might as well soak it yeah. up now. I you like know? that. The purpose of life and like playing and stuff like that. Okay. Complete pivot. I want to make sure I ask you these questions. Well, I don't know if it's a complete pivot, but I wanted to know what you recently cut out of your life and or business that you maybe had wished you had done sooner. Mm, Perfectionism. Okay. (laughs) Literally, I, it's like, it just has to get out there and it doesn't have to be perfect. And, you know, there's going to be typos on a lot of things just we're just in it it drives my best friend nuts when she gets my newsletters I kind of weirdly turns me on I don't know which is here for it yeah and I also cut out um Mondays and Fridays really like I know today's Monday that we're recording this but usually like Monday is like a CEO kind of play day but I don't really work past two and then Fridays I don't really work I go on adventures and I play because my play is good for my business so I figured out how to cultivate systems that let me okay. do that. I like that. And am I ruining your Monday now? <laughs> because <laughs> no, today I had because I'm going on a girls' okay. trip this weekend. So I'm like I packed in all my meetings here because I'm gonna drink pina coladas on the beach. I like I'll pina coladas. Okay, because I heard the SEO or not the SEO. I'm obviously marketing. I was doing that today. Okay, uh, CEO day. I made mine Sunday by de facto because I was like doing too much and then I was trying to still do stuff in my business on Sunday and I was like this is this is stupid Amanda this is really stupid you should probably just do your laundry and then reflect on the week and then like see how things went and like what did you actually like doing what did you spend your time on that you didn't want to and vice versa whatever so I like that you do the Monday and the Friday to figure it out and thank you for hanging out with me on a Monday (laughs) um okay two more questions because I want to make sure that we don't go crazy over um, what goals are you pursuing for you and or your business? Cause I want to like also talk about you as like a person, like how you're saying, like you're beyond just business. So business and personal life, however you want to combo them. 
Yeah. So I don't know when this is coming out, but April, I'm doing a challenge to one, keep myself accountable and cultivate this part in my community where it's like this arrival. Like I really just want to arrive. I feel like I've, I've done it, but I know I there's something in me that craves another edge of like softening and opening myself up with my partner a little bit more and my friendships here. Cause I've been traveling for the last damn since July. So the last six months I've been traveling and now I'm like planted in Texas for at least yeah. the next three months. So I'm like, okay, I just kind of want to arrive and land and deepen with my friendships and like make memories. Like that's really it is like, how much joy can I infuse? How many memories can I make and um, get back to being a little bit more grounded? I love that. I love that. Okay. And I was like, I don't have anything to say to that. That's lovely. Okay. Uh, oh, I just wanted to bring up, because we were talking about it before the, the we recorded, you just celebrated one year of your own podcast. And so I just want to say happy birthday to your podcast. I don't know if you want to like, I'm happy if you want to do like a quick little hype up for it and like intro for it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Coming out. I love my podcast. I started on the edge of my breakup that happened before meeting the love of my life now, because I just wanted to document a raw yes. experience. And then it just turned into this little sacred safe bubble on the internet where we talk about trauma. Like there's literally a million ways yeah. to heal trauma. And so I just like to interview people on that where it's like, there's all these creative outlets. There's all these like central yeah. outlets. There's these like CEOs, there's these health outlets. And I just want it to be a place for someone to come where it's like, I've tried everything and then they can come and they can listen to literally yeah. hundreds of ways that you can actually heal it and find something that actually I works love that. for you. Cause with the healing, I say that with marketing too, like there's so many like coaches and stuff who'd be like, I have the perfect solution for you. I'm sure you've seen all the ads and stuff like that. Right. Like trying to scale your business to six figures, like all, all the things I literally had a whole rant about it, but like it irritates me because I'm like, <laughs> there is no one way. Like there's literally no one way to do anything. So this is stupid. So the fact that you're trying to sell this to me and like, try to sell things to me, like make me figure out how to sell things. Like if I sold lip gloss versus like, I don't know, life coaching services, they're completely different things. But if you tell me it's going to the same marketing, it's going to, yeah, it, that's just yeah. anyways, to your point with the healing. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't like meditation doesn't work super well for me. And the mantras don't really work well for me. Cause I'm yeah. yeah right. So I'm like, that's what everyone pushes. But then that creates people to be like, oh, then yes. I'm just, or like when someone talks about like, oh, the only way to tap into your feminine energy is to like stretch your yoni. And you're like, but what? <laughs> like, I don't want to do like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's not the only way. Like, let me open up all these ways. And if that is your thing, we also have experts in that. Like, let's, do both. let's kind of drive on what works yeah. for you. And who knows what pathways it'll open up. You can start with art. Maybe you'll get to your yoni. <laughs> who knows? I like how you just keep planning to your yoni. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, last question for you. Cause I'm gonna ask every guest this question. Cause it's experiment and babe, the podcast. So when you're feeling, you seem pretty good about this, but like when you're feeling stuck or maybe not motivated or like overwhelmed or getting started with literally anything new, what is the bare minimum that you typically work through yourself? Like how do you work forward with that in a bare minimum way? Like what do you do to get started and work through that? Like when I'm feeling kind of like yeah. resistant, like overwhelmed, burnt out, whatever, like that long. negative, just, put, you know. Yeah. I move my body. So, like today, I was like, I have life things happening, plus a whole bunch of meetings. And I was like, I just kind of want to curl up in my bed and not do sh Like, I don't want to do that. And all I did was come and move my body. Like, for me, dancing is a great form of expression. So, I just like put on a song and like, Cause I couldn't cry. Like my body just like, mm. didn't want to, although it felt like that yeah. in my chest, it was like this, like, I want to throw a temper tantrum because my schedule kind of annoys me right now. Like I'm just yeah. like, ah. and so I'm like, okay, let me scream into a pillow and dance. And I'm like, got it. Jack, let's go. And I just did that. 
and here we are. That's and I'm funny. I like fine. how you like and check. Like step one, screaming on my pillow. Step two, dance. Like I like how it's like a check. Yeah. Like, and now we're good. Like we yeah. cool. Yeah, like yeah, it was like I did yoga. I went for a walk. Like I infused yeah. play throughout. Where I was like, okay, I'm meeting and then I have an hour. Let's go for a walk. I have this meeting and then I have an hour. Let's do yoga. I have this yeah. meeting and I have an hour. Let's eat ice cream. Like. <laughs> It's just I like that. I like it. that. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to wrap it up because I want to respect your time. Where can people find you? Hype yourself up. Come hang out over on the Instagrams. My personal one is it's Laura Patricia Martin. And then our podcast Instagram is healing to happy. So healing to you happy. Yeah. You'll probably get a message from my team or a voice note from me saying, Hey, what's up? Come hang out. Let's be social, all the things. And then I will tell you what's going on. Well, I won't tell you, you'll see it in our stories, what we're selling. And then you can guide yourself there because we believe in people inviting themselves like the inbound i'm gonna do the marketing thing the inbound leads of like the you checking this stuff out leading them like a magnet like literal lead magnet i'm just doing with the marketing lingo what's up okay well it was lovely to have you thank you so much for joining me okay thank you baby this is great Thank you for having me in your ears for another episode of Bare Minimum Fave. I really hope you enjoyed this episode with Laura Patricia Martin. I really did. I think you can tell I had fun. It was good vibes. And I personally felt like I learned something. And I hope you did too. And even if you like didn't learn anything, but like just had a laugh or had like a different perspective shift on how maybe you're approaching your relationships or your business. Cause that's what we talk about in this episode too, is like, you're more than like what you're trying to build in your business, right? Like you have a life outside of that. Like you're related to other things outside of that. Like you're not just a business owner or what you're building. Like you're also like a wife, a mother, a sister. Like, I don't know, you like to go rock climbing. You like to, I don't know, play the clarinet. Like you're more than just one thing. And that goes for literally anything, right? You're more than just one thing. And so like keeping that in mind that you're also a person, like your purpose is not to just like, build something huge and then try to, you know, build this huge thing. Your purpose is also to like have fun and like enjoy the life you're building. That's the reason why you're, you know, you're doing anything theoretically. Like you want to have a decent life that you're building around the things that you like to do and the freedom of that gives you. So I really hope you like this episode. If you did, please rate it five star and share it with a friend. And if you want to check out Laura Patricia Martin's podcast, you can check that out in the episode show notes as well. Her podcast is great as well. I think if you liked her, you'll like her podcast, obviously. And I'm not going to gatekeep. If you like her podcast, go like her podcast, go listen to her podcast. I'm all about sharing the wealth. Like if you're listening to my podcast, you probably like her podcast too. You know, if anything resonated with you, you with that she was talking about, go check her out, you know, totally check her out. Check her up on Instagram, follow her. She's got some great stuff. I liked it. That's why I reached out on her, to her on Instagram. I liked her stuff. And that's how I meet a lot of my guests is I like their stuff. And I just want to like talk to them and see how they think and how they, you know, they build their stuff and have relationships. And I don't know, you don't have to have a podcast to do that either. You can just reach out to people and connect and just kind of see how they are doing things and just generally make connections. So on a related note that I stopped rambling, I really appreciate you listening to this. And again, if you have not grabbed that Kill the Hustle workbook, you should totally grab it. I think it will really help you change your perspective on how you're marketing your business. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling burnt out, if you're feeling lots of jealousy comparison mode, 
you don't need to be, you know, just lean into your strength. Go check out the workbook. Honestly, I think it's a fun time. I had someone fill it out um, and we had like a call and she was like, actually, it was like really fun. I wasn't expecting it to be fun. I actually had like, it was nice. I wasn't expecting to have like the thoughts that I had. It was actually really helpful. Thanks. And she also said it was really pretty. And I was like, yeah, I know I did it. And it was by myself. I think it was pretty cute. So anyways, shut up, Amanda. Um, (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Fair Minimum, babe. I will be in your ears next week. Like I said, five star if you like it and share it with a friend. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.